Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He's the head pastor of the Hopeway Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church, and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your heart to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. I keep repeating the scripture, John 3, 16, the Bible says, For God so loved that he gave. So love makes you give. It is easy to say, I love God, until you are told to give. Can I repeat what I just said? It is easy for travelers to say, I love God, because his song is playing in the background. It is easy for Solomon to say, I love God, because the Sunday's chant is playing in the background. And you have some chills. There is prophecy over me. So you realize that these are the things we think makes us love God. You see, but God would always demand that you prove your love to him by doing something. There is something you must do. You see, God just sent you a flower. It's a sign that he loves me. Ah, didn't you see it? This is not by words. It is by works. That's what the Bible says. Beloved, do not love in words, but by works. You see, I'm, I'm proving the scripture to you. Imagine dating a guy for... Who what, hey, let me. Yesterday, I asked somebody a question. Say, do you think this brother is really making this girl happy? They're in a relationship, and I asked, do you think this brother is making this girl happy? And yesterday, a lady wrote an status. You don't need to do anything in food to make me happy. Just the little things. <laughs> By the way, there is nothing you can do that can make God happy. But there are little things you do that makes him feel like, ah, he's important to you. There are little things you do. Can I ask you a question? What can you do for God? What do you have that God didn't give you? Isn't that amazing that whatever we have, God gave it to us? The life we have, God gave it to us. The leg we have, God gave it to us. There is nothing you have that can shock God. But do you know something? God is actually happy that whatever he gave you, you know, willingly, you are also willing to give it back to him. That's what makes him happy that he didn't force you, but out of your love for him, you gave it willingly. So God, that's what the Bible says, God loves a cheerful. That means we're excited, we're giving to God. So any giving to anyone, that's why I don't like forcing people to give because there is one principle about giving. Give happily. Never give frowning. Because on the altar, there is one thing that marks your sacrifice. How happy you are in your giving. How, like it's like you are looking for an opportunity to do something for the Lord. But if it is always like, I have to use some one hour, 20 minutes to talk about money, it's like, but if you don't come and give, it's like the pastor is talking too much. So you want to help the pastor by coming to give. So you realize that you are not giving because you love. You are giving because of what the pastor is saying. But as we are here, and I'm teaching as your pastor, never and ever let me talk for a long time. If it is within your capacity, do it. Even if it's not within your capacity, the little you can do, do it. There must always be a demonstration of your love towards the things of God. I can tell I love her. But what is the proof that I love her? Saying it without proofs. That is what Jesus said that, and when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you shall be my witness. What does it mean to be a witness? To have what? Evidence. So where is the evidence of your love for God? Where is it? I don't know if you are getting me. Where is your evidence of your love for God? Solomon loved God. That is why he gave so much sacrifice. And God responded to his sacrifice by giving wisdom. And I've told you that nobody has ever given to God. And I mean, you are all 
testimonies of givings in this family that we give willingly and people receive mysteriously. Do you know why God is responding to our sacrifice and our giving? And if you have never received before, be ready to receive. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Oh, yeah. When I say giving, it's not only about money. When you give your time, God will respond back to you. That is why most of you have never been sick. Do you know why? You've always invested your time, your energy in the things of God. So in response to that giving, God makes sure that you don't forsake. I don't know if I'm preaching to the right person. If I love her so much, she will cook me best jollof. In response to my love for her. But me now, I tell her I love you. One month, I don't call her. No feelings. No demonstration. And what do you think? She tells you, babe, I love you. Any time you call her, number busy. Sorry, the number you're calling is on another call. The number you're calling is on another oh! So, some of us say, God has been trying to reach us, but we are on another call. Another call. Don't cancel it, it's true. You are on another call. Yes. You are buying a boxer for a boy. And God has been trying to reach you with a parcel. But anytime he calls, he does the number on another call. God wants to visit you at dawn. You are on another call. And once you are making a call, you are playing in the background. There is prophecy over me. Tell somebody, look at somebody and say, Do you love God? And ask the person, Where is your proof? I, I want an answer. I'm waiting for your answer. First John 3:18. Today I want to talk about the love of God. Wow. I love it. Then is can never say he loves Minister Benis without proving it. No, there must flowers. Like today, after the service, you should go to Queens and buy a fresh goat. Am I joking or am I serious? Or ladies, you don't like what I'm saying. Or ladies, you don't like it. Now look at the scripture. What does it say? Dear children. Dear Dennis Dutsy. Don't only love WhatsApp words and WhatsApp flowers and ah. When you are there, you just go to your WhatsApp emoji and you plug one flower and you send it. As an indication of love. How? Where is the garden of WhatsApp? That you can go and just plug one flower. One day. I sent somebody a flower. The best thing is you think I deleted my flower. I took away my flower. I took it away. Do you know how I had to struggle to get that flower? I have to scroll, 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 and I paused. And I click send. You saw it, and you asked my daughter a question. Do you know what I did? Delete for everyone. Not delete for me. Everyone. Everyone. You will not even know what I sent. And some of you, you have, you have reason. You see, God came to you, but because you didn't acknowledge his love, he did delete it for everyone. Yes. That's why your life is empty. Yes. 
Now read it again, my brother. Dear children. Dear Dennis Darcy. Now this is God writing a letter. Dear is it God is starting by saying dear. And you whenever you are praying, you don't even say dear. Dear father. But when you're writing a letter to your boyfriend, hey, dear Edward, dear Oti, dear Benjamin, dear Danny. If the person is dear to you, what is the proof? That's the question. Yes. Let us not love with words. Dear Danny never love Minister Benny's with what? Words of speech. Words of speech. You are the flower there and there. You are the, you are the shark in my ocean. You are the Brunel of University Campus. So you realize that Dennis Darcy is writing a letter to who? Dennis. But look at what he's saying. He's saying big, big, big things. He's loving her with words. But look at the Bible saying, Dear Dennis Darcy, do not love Benny's in words or speech. In words or speech. So listen to me. Don't claim he loves you because he's good at speech. According to the Bible. Just because he can talk so nice doesn't mean he loves you. There are guys who don't talk, but they prove it to you. You are there, sir, and you will lunch you some Gucci bag. Okay, I know. You see, the ladies of today want the way your nose is like you are like Chinese woman. The one when you look at your nose in the mirror, you know that you. <laughs> you know it yourself. Is it some of you know that the guy is lying to you, but you want to enjoy the lies, extreme lies. When I look at you, I can see myself in your eye. Even you, when you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? That a guy can say he's seen himself in your eye. Crystal clear eye. So when you hear these things, you are melted. But the Bible says, my dear brother, do not love in words. So that means anyone who claims to love you but is always saying it is not a true lover. But how do we love? Uh, but with actions and... But with what? Actions. Stand up. She just acted because I spoke. Now, let me show you another way you can love God. You can love God by responding to his word, by acting on it. So when God says, go and preach, when the moment you say, I'm going, that's, that's the proof of your love. But when you sit down, you don't go out, you don't win souls, you don't give to the kingdom, you don't take on souls, you don't, I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. Let us not love in, come on church, in, but in what? So how can you act on your love for the Lord? And how can you prove that you love God? Aside giving money, how, what else? Aside coming from leaders' meeting, what else? You see, these are questions we must ask ourselves. Today, I chanced on one revelation in Matthew. Give me my iPad. I mean, I saw something. And you see, God was teaching us how to be great. And do you know that in human dictionary, lawyers are great. When somebody sees a lawyer, they're like, hey, senior. When somebody sees a doctor, senior. Because in our human realm, these men and women are recognized to be great men and women. But now let me ask you a question. Before God, who is great? Now, before men, doctors are great. Lawyers are great. You know, arm robbers are great. We have great arm robbers. That's why not, there are some arm robbers, you need some battalions of soldiers to arrest them. Because they are great. Great arm robbers demand great attention. I don't know if I'm preaching to anybody. I don't know if I'm preaching. But the question is, before God, who is great? So now, let me, before I come to that greatness, 
Beloved, let us not love in what? So, for instance, this is how we love in what? Lord, I worship you. You are the great I am. Oh, oh, Egibor. Oh, Ogigigigi. Kabi Oshi. Obaton Toto. Ton Toto. Kabi Ae. Ah, Emili. Emili. Ah, there is prophecy over me. Ah. Same big things. Then God says, wow. And God is clapping for you. Then he goes on to say, can you love me in action? Action. God says, ah, I appreciate Frida. The way you are talking about I appreciate. But now, I want you to act on how you are talking about. So read that part again. Dear children. Dear Oyema. Let us not love God. Let us not love God in words or in speech. But with action and in what? But in action. Action is a now or pronoun. The word that she said now is a. How is a maximum? Come on. A verb is what? A doing. Or so now we need to verbalize. Hey! Mimiting the whole We need to verbalize our love towards God. That means we need to act on it through evangelism. Yes. Your ability to walk from your room to another room to God, it means that you love him. How did Jesus demonstrate his love towards us? When he left heaven, you came from heaven. So I'm just telling you, we just divide ourselves into two, then we go out. What do you think? Are you ready to prove your love for the Lord? Yes, you go. Yes, who is that? I'm a God lover. What do you want? I don't want anything. I want your soul. Yes, your soul. Because the rich man, now you see, many of us should understand that. What do you think? Don't forget the story of the rich man. The rich man said, In hell, Father Abraham, let me get out of here. You see, he was trying to say that, Let me go out of here and prove to my brothers I love them. Maybe probably when he was dying, he left some properties for the brothers, some cars, some Range Rovers, some Chrysler. But he told them that, Listen, all these things. Didn't matter when I died, but there is something else that really mattered. Let me go and tell them in at least now. So God is not against God is not against your prosperity. God is against you letting money have you, but He not having you. That's why the Bible says, "What would a man get if he gains the whole world?" And I just, so the first thing you must do is to secure your soul in God. Then after that, the blessings of God will come upon your body. So I am not preaching against you driving the best car. Very soon, all of you will be driving the best car. Amen. But at the expense of driving the best car, don't lose your soul. Because that best car can get you into an accident. Now listen, no technology of man can prevent a man from having an accident. Look at how this basketball player, Jordan, or say I traffic at into a mobile helicopter, and this private helicopter was how they died with his daughter. Now the question I keep asking myself is, what was the daughter saying when the helicopter was coming down? Ask yourself that question. When the pilot said, we've lost control, mayday, 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 no, listen to me, if we're to be the one with your biological daughter, what would you say to her? And all of them died at a go. Now, the question is, did the money in his account, did he, was he able to save him? He is a billionaire in dollars. But realize that at that moment, it is the name of the Lord. Now, how can such a person escape eternal death? I don't know where he is, whether heaven or hell. But you see, the reason why many people today don't want to have anything to do with God is because of money. That is why God has not compared himself with Satan. God rather compares himself with money. That is why he said, the Bible says, you can never serve God and mammon. 
God has not said he can't sell. Because God knows that money has a way of telling you against him. That is why Satan said to Jesus, if you bow to me, I will give you all the treasures of this kingdom. That is why most rich people are not saved. Because they think that we only get saved to be rich. No, we get saved to have eternal security in God. Money is the least thing in the kingdom. That is why in our father's house, we walk on gold in heaven. So that's what the rich man said. Let me go out of here. So the reason why we must go out with agency and prove our love for the Lord, for instance, if I love God, it should be revealed in how I treat my neighbor. That's what the Bible says. You can't love God and hate the person because we don't see God. So that simply means that one way to see God is to demonstrate your love towards a man you can see. So God is visible through human beings. Though he's invisible, but the more we demonstrate our love towards visible things, it is our love towards the invisible God. And the rich man said, let me go and tell them that there is a place like this. He didn't say, let me go and tell them that there is a business agenda here. And for Abraham said, there are some prophets on it. Who are the prophets? Princess. You are the ones to go to somebody's room. May, listen, maybe in that room, who brought you? Get up. Who brought you? Imagine if Frida had not brought her. By now, maybe probably she may be in her boy's room. And her breast will be pressed like mango. By the time she completes school, it will be falling like Babylon. Many ladies came to school, their breasts were standing. Now it has now become Babylon has fallen. Why? Different hands by one breast. One breast by different hand, different mouth. Why are you doing this? I'm, 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 I'm a bad pastor. Or your focus. If we don't go out on time, many young girls, listen, maybe your future wife is in the room of another guy. But the moment you go on rescue mission, you rescue the soul and the body is yours. And the rich man said, let me go, let me go. Now, nah, the rich man, you see, when you said the story very carefully, the rich man didn't say, let me go so that I can be saved. But he said, let me go and tell my brother that there's a place like this. So you realize that whenever you are lost in God, you don't think about yourself, you think about others. Because he didn't say, Father Abraham, let me get up. He said, let me go and tell them that there is a place like this. So the moment you have your place in God, you don't think about other things. All you think about is others. Let me say this. When you are, listen, I didn't come to preach because of car. But by the grace of God, I have a car now. I didn't come to preach because of the wife. But very soon I have a wife. Somebody may say, why are you saying all these things? Matthew says 33, seek you first. Best, best. So all those who are worried, hey, will I get one? Hey, shut up. Keep going on soul winning. Keep preaching. Keep working hard. It will shock you that good job will follow you. Yeah. A good husband will follow you. Yeah. Almost all the great men of Bishop Dad, he met his wife on the mission of soul winning. Yes, yes, yes Bishop yes, Dad. Yes, 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 yes. Knock on the girl's door. And the roommate said, she's not here. You know what, Bishop, that's why it was hidden in the bathhouse. So how many of you knocked on people's door and the person said, I am not there. But they were there. Don't give up. Don't forget, when the servant of Elisha went to the mountain, the first one, there was nothing. Second, but it was the seventh one. He said, I see a little. So when they come to serve, it's a little something. When they come to prayer, it's a little something. But then they come to a little something. But don't forget, that little is about to command the abundance of rain. Oh, yeah. Don't give up. We not giving up is a sign that we love God. Yes. We may be like them until we take actions opposite them.
Because they will not move from one room to another room. But when we move from one room to another room, it's a sign that we are not like them and we are different. That's all of us must go out now. Go to them again. Until they respond, we don't stop. Because the most regrettable thing is when we actually, for instance, sometimes you see people and you're like, like, now look at these, the way young people are dying. Like, I don't know if you realize, or you've not realized. You've not realized. Just today, I saw a fly of a certain young doctor. Yes, well, no one people die, that's his scheme. But my question is, where are they going? That's my question. Where are they? You know, Christians are good at giving every other thing that their time and energy. That's the truth. You see how many of you came out to give money? It's powerful. But another thing we can give is our time and energy. May God help us. Amen. Customers, him How many of your customers are saved? Ask yourself that question. As you are taking their money, have you taken their souls to God? I don't even understand. As you are taking their money, cost, 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 cost. Now, if that customer dies, the reason why God brings customers to you, the reason God allows people to enter your car, is not because of you, it's because of him. So if anybody enters the car and you don't leave Jesus with them, God will ask you. Maybe your profit may be your car. Me, my profit may be with any car that is by your Maybe yours may be your car. When they enter, before they leave, tell you, and sometimes use your life as an example to them. How you made certain mistakes and how God has showed you mercy. And you don't want them to, you see, it will shock you that some of them will now take you as their friend and they'll begin to confide in you and you become a prophet to them. Yesterday, I spoke about the fact that you are not too young for exploit because David, at a younger age, was serving in the king's palace. At the same time, was a shepherd. So that's how we are not too young. If you are young, why, what are you doing in investing? Are you not supposed to be in primary? What do you think? Beloved, let us not do what? Let us not love with words and speech. Let us not love in words and speech. Imagine Toblos goes with his suit out. Hello, hi. You see, the funny thing is, the reason why some that most of us don't want to go is because of the, the responses we receive from them. Yes. Please talk faster. We don't have time. Nipponye will see the blue. Also, Zikasa. Onye will say, don't trail us, don't trail you. Onye will... And you know the funny thing? When they trail, they find that... Quote, tell you, oh, Sasa, for one number. But that's all for one number. Now, how many of you here gave attitude by you are here today because of somebody insisted on you? Wow. Somebody insisted on you. Giving out of you, out of you. When we call you, you hang up. Airplane mode. What do you mean to airplane mode? You know what do you think? Your classmate. I should be seeing about four girls following you to church. Yes. I should be seeing that. That is the sign that you love God. Do you know that when you find out, how many of you found out a food joint and you couldn't help it by telling your friends that there is a joint there? Where? Atabelema. You see, even food, eh? But on the food joint. Yes, well, so you found some, like you bought something from somebody, like the way you spoke about it. Now, how many of you bought something because of how somebody spoke about it? You bought, like you just went to buy it. You didn't care because somebody said it is good. They can bet their life on it. It is working. It is powerful. Something is like some of you were moved because of what somebody said. That is why one way to advertise Jesus is to share your testimonies. Yes, that's one major way. Don't hide what God. That's what gave David the opportunity to fight Goliath. When Saul said, "Can you fight him?" He said, "Hey, King, hey, stop, stop, stop! You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Do you know me? When I was in my father's, hey, 
king. Let me give you my testimonies. I was the one for the lion. I was the one for this. So it was the testimonies of David that gave you room to fight Goliath. So one of the greatest ways you can preach to others is to share your testimony. Because they don't know Abraham. They don't know Esther. They know you. So you the one coming to tell her, him or her about God. No. The question is, what have you experienced about this God that you want the person to also experience? Imagine all throughout, I keep preaching about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, without using my own life as an experience. Do you think you would have been here? And you have you gotten broken here before? Oh. But despite for that one, I, I can say that he has gotten a broken here before. Yes. A medical doctor broke his heart. Yes. You have fit in a coma. Nation. It is all the evangelism. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has, he has anointed me to preach to the broken hearted. So there is a listen. Anytime people go through a certain experience, God anoints them to become a master of that experience. Yes. Yes. When you go to a certain experience, God gives you an anointing. To go to people like that and you begin to preach to them. So that's why it's a specialist in Bokirake. And such people, when they preach to you, the anointing works faster. Yes, because of the broken heart anointing. Do you know why we keep quoting David? And do you know why David is an evidence? Because he said, through the values of the shadows of death. And you see, his testimony has now become something that really stirs us up. So anytime you go through the values of the shadows of death, you remember that you say, I'll come out. Because David went through it. So that's why it has been through it. And he has come out. So when, when this one comes to you, you say, my dear, you can come out. And you see, the moment he begins to bring, there is a certain power. Because he has been through it. So that's why your message is, you can come out. You come out. And the girl say, of what? Of that broken heart. You see, broken heart is not only about relationship, academics, maybe family. Yes. Some of you, you are broken hearted in, I mean, in regards to family wise. You know, things are not well before you came to school. And sometimes you need somebody who has been in the same situation to encourage you out of it. Yes. Do you know that anytime a preacher is preaching, eh, one thing that makes your message very powerful is when you have been through what others have been through. That's what the Bible says. We have a great high priest. Who has? He has been through what you are going through. So it's no news. He can intercede on your behalf. What do you think? Yeah. Do you love God? Where is the proof? Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. After singing, hey, yeah, yeah. That's in speech, oh. Hey, yeah, yeah is in speech. There is prophecy over me. It's in speech. What else? We chant in the Holy Ghost. Ah, hey. I came my prayer. Elohim After all this chant, where is your action? There are some of you, the way you can chant in Jazz, you are like Jack Chine. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. This is, this is you're just facing your mouth. But to God, you prove that you love Him, number one. What anything about the kingdom? It's not right. For instance, maybe you come to church and the way the carpet is like, mm, uh, I'll change it. You see, because we are kingdom-minded, anything about the kingdom moves you. But there are some churches you have to wait for announcement. Hello, yeah, third church drums in the matter. Can I ask you a question? Do you raise funds to buy the carpet in your room? Don't you just see that no, this carpet is there, it does not fit my room. 
look at your cornrow. Look at your cornrow. Some of you can say that this hairstyle does not fit me. And some of you are. A booze rasta on the bottom, much like you be. Listen, a bump him. A kankwan. What do you think? Can I ask a question before we go? What is the proof that you love God? What is your proof? Can you hear? I'm the one to hear her sweet voice. How many of you? Yes, by your giving. Now, remember, you see, in this church, I don't want to make it look like giving is all about money. I've explained to you that giving is not only about money, money is an aspect. But the main thing God expects you to give is Romans chapter 12. I beseech thee, therefore, brethren, that you give your body, your body for the work of ministry, your body for evangelism, your body for singing, your body for the work of... You see, when you give your body, anything that comes in contact with your body can be for all. Now, who's wearing the, the trousers? Who's wearing the trousers? Now, if I can give this body to God, is it my trousers I can give? So anybody who tries to, to give their money to God, it simply means that they are not giving their body to him yet. Because the most important, the most expensive commodity of every man is their body. It is a metumini me body ama, metesi na meeting fama. But whenever you see somebody struggle to give money, it means they have not surrendered their life. Because life is worth it more than what? What do you think? Imagine you. Which level are you at? So the first thing God expects you to give is your body. I beseech thee, therefore, amayabwa, that you present your body, your your body for what? Evangelism. Your body for what? For follow-up. Your body for what? For prayer. When you present your body, that is when God begins to preserve your body. Let me repeat it. When you present your body at the altar, he will begin to preserve your body. That is when... Do you know how God preserves your body? When he gives you money. Because money has a way of maintaining your body. When he gives you a good room. You see, that's how God... You see, you see the revelation. Now, you presented your body... Then he begins to preserve the body. How does he preserve? Money. Good house. Good husband. A husband, whenever there's even a scratch, he says, ah, babe. We, we, we got to go to Dubai. One scratch, one Dubai. It's a bit of a I'm telling you. One people, America. Now, can I ask a question? What do you think that Bishop Dan's wife will need that he can provide? Why? They presented their body and God is preserving their bodies. And when we go and preserve your body, it's a good car. Yes. Why? God would ensure that anybody who has presented their bodies as a living sacrifice for the kingdom promotion, they don't experience any... That's why he said, and you shall take him poison and you don't be hurt. Why? He needs your body for the kingdom assignment. And that's why today I am prophesying that none of you will lack food to eat. Amen. None of you will lack food to eat. Amen. You see, do you know that in Winner's Chapel, Bishop Winnipeg doesn't lay hands? Do you know what he does? He has taught the people to believe what he says and it happens to them. And how do they, amen means let it be done in my life. That's all. From today, from now to the end of the year, what we call provision will never lack for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Anytime your money is about to finish, God will fill it up. Amen. Somebody will intentionally say, anytime you have a need, call me. Amen. May God put you on people's hearts. Amen. As you present your body for soul winning, as you rush out to souls, as you are checking up on souls, as, listen, may God insist on people for your sake. Amen. I said, may God insist on people for your sake. Amen. May your heavens be opened in the name Amen. of Jesus. Sit down, let's go.
What do you think? Prudence, oh. are you getting me? With your beauty, you are in the choir. From the choir, you are reaching out to souls. From souls, you see, when God sees you happen and God is saying, let me get this guy some vets. Then God gives you a vet. And we see, when God gives you the car, you don't change. Then God says, let me let me change the car to best. You see, God changes your level. Can I show you how God changes your level? God changes your level when you maintain your faithfulness. Some of us will be my thousand Ghana CDO. Apostle, you know, I just woke up. And God says, eh, relegation, relegation. Listen, can I say this where we go? Maybe your beginning may be some way. There may be scratches. It's like a woman in labor. When you push that pain, you see, when you are in labor, sometimes you even forget about the baby and your focus is what? The pain. But after you are done with the labor, now the focus is not the pain, it is not the baby. So some of you are in the labor season. Don't forget, as soon as Zion traveled, he what? Brought forth. So some of you are in your traveling season. When you are traveling in your academics, you are traveling in your finances, it looks like you are pushing things and not pushing them. One day, it will shift. Amen. For instance, we started on this fire grounds, 2018. Some few years ago, some small circle, opening their circle, circle, you, circle, you, circle you. And out of faithfulness, diligence, consistency, now we are building our own church. Wow. Look at who. We are building our own what? Somebody may think it just happened. It didn't just happen. God started the story from somewhere. <laughs> Sit down. So can I say this as a testimony to you all? Now, you see, when God started with us, we didn't know that this is how far God would bring us. But in the pipeline, God had a land for us, a church building. Very soon, we have a retreat center. Amen. Where anytime you want to go to a place, go and wait on God. It is, it is in the pipeline. Very soon, our vows will be coming. Yes. This year, this year. This year. Why? We are seeing the faithfulness of God. And that is why I'm encouraging every one of you. Begin early so that you don't regret later. Many of our parents eh, do you know that they are living in regret. I'm telling the truth. Because when you grow to a point, eh, God will let you express everything you were chasing. Money, car, girls, everything. And you will like Solomon. One day you say everything is vanity. Solomon chased not this one. No. Solomon expressed money, he expressed cars, he expressed all the riches. But one day he said, and he said, everything is vanity. So realize that people chase after vanity, but we chase after God. Don't, well, a car will be a plus to you. You will drive before you even marry. Amen. Yes. One of the things I'm trusting God is most of my sons this year should have a land. Amen. Yes, that's one. I, I told this my son that get a land in your name. You should have a property in your name. Because the Bible says, a good father lives inheritance. For his children's children. And that's why as your father, I am, God is using me to build a place for you. So that even if I'm not there, your children's children can come there. That's a father's mentality. Yes. People be forcing blessings on you. Amen. Yes. Oh, I say, go to Dubai. I say, I don't go. Go. I don't go. Go. I don't go. I remember 2006 woke up. A friend of mine used to work at, uh, you know, air condition. And he, known him Kesben. And he was working in Kesman's house. And Kesman's children said, the mother said, will you go to the workout? We will go, we go, we go. And the person, you go. Brazil. Which one, which one was the Brazil? 20? 
They said, we go, we go, don't go. Then they said, if they go, and once I said, mommy, then if I move to Brazil, I'll go to the US. Okay, no problem. We'll book your ticket. I said, Send me a minute, my name I sent us it. Now, I'm missing my path for so many nights. I'm a few. Can I say this? It may not have happened in your days, but in the days of your children, it will happen for them. But how? Say how? When you present your body. Yes. Be on your feet. Let's go. God bless you for listening to this message. May your life never be the same as you have connected to the word of God through his servant, Pastor Charles Inyaba. Connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Inyaba Charles.